we are here. We we're doing our uh, March and April countdown, and we just have a lot to say about Avengers: Infinity War. And so we decided to do a separate little video uh, about it. And uh, so, David, thanks so much for joining me on this. Yeah, thanks for having me. As always, uh, glad that I got to let out all my feelings about Avengers. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Let's talk about it. Okay. okay. And of course, this is our big, massive combine. We weren't able to preview this, but this uh, combines all of basically the characters of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and uh, this character of Thanos they've been building up for so long. And uh, this movie, you can watch my and listen to my podcast that I did with Trevor from How to Love Comics about this movie. Um, so I am... I liked this movie, but kind of the more I sit on it, the more problems I feel I have with it. And I hated the ending. I did not like it at all. Um, but I, I really liked, I really thought that they did about as good a job as you could do of managing all of these characters. There's so many characters. And I thought that like the various team ups were pretty fun with like Doctor Strange and Iron Man and like Star Lord and Thor. And like I thought the witty banter was pretty funny. Like every time Thor called Rocket the rabbit, that was funny. Um, there were other funny dialogue. It certainly was no Thor Ragnarok, but there was enough funny lines to entertain me. And I thought all the action was well done and entertaining. And overall I was like enjoying it. And then they just dropped this ending like a thud that I hated. And I think that the thing that annoyed me about the ending so like so i guess we should say can we just say spoiler alert <laughs> this time i feel like everyone's okay. seen this movie but <laughs> the thing that annoyed me about the ending is that it's the same thing that annoyed me about batman v superman is that i feel like you have to assume they have to be assuming that their audience are stupid because mm -hmm. uh with batman v superman there is no way that superman is not going to be in the justice league that's not going to happen so when you try to pull out that superman is dead and it was way worse than that movie because they have like 20 minute funeral scenes and like weeping and wailing and everything and you're supposed to feel invested and i'm like um are you kidding me like do you think i'm stupid like that's how i feel i'm like you must think that i'm stupid in order for me to believe this and buy into it emotionally so in this they have this like ending where thanos makes half of the characters disappear and first of all i thought it was very confusing because they just evaporate and that's not like a normal way to die like normally you die die you don't just vanish and so i was like where did they go i think they turned to dust is what was happening well right? it was very confusing i thought it was a very confusing way i was like i don't mm -hmm. know what happened did they just like go into an alternate dimension is there an alternate reality because we see alternate realities throughout the film so it was confusing mm -hmm. to me i didn't get it and so that hurt the emotional response and i like you have to be a moron to not to believe that spider-man and black panther are really dead <laughs> like literally they're shooting spider-man homecoming 2 in the <laughs> fall like <laughs> i mean black panther just had the biggest opening of the of ever like there's obviously he's not dead and so like first of all it creates a problem where everything that happens in this movie is going to be redacted in the next movie 
Like I wouldn't even be surprised if we see Loki again. And <laughs> I, I'm just like, I, I certainly don't think the only death that I think will actually stick in this movie is Heimdall because I think Idris Elba's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that would be so frustrating. I'm just like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. And like, I just, it, it, like, for instance, in Wonder Woman, you have, spoiler alert to Wonder Woman, but you have Steve Trevor dying, and it's emotional, and it, you feel it, and it's devastating, at least for me it was, and it motivates the character, and there you go. If I knew for sure that Steve Trevor was coming back, which he might, which will be so annoying to me if he does, but if I knew that, it's not as, it wouldn't be as emotional to me because it wouldn't feel as real it wouldn't feel as lasting and so i think they should have ended it with just with just one character dying or two characters dying and it being emotional and then you would be like devastated and really be able to feel it and not just like tons of characters just vanishing and in into thin air um and so i i don't like the ending i don't like the ending but I liked a lot of stuff before the ending. So I gave it three stars on Letterboxd. Yeah. So I'm a hater, but I don't know. What did you think about it? Oh, we're, we're 100% on the same page here. Um, so yeah, going into the movie. Well, okay. So Avengers, the second Avengers didn't do nearly as well as the first one. Um, in the box office but this one we all knew would do so well and the reason people were dying to go see this movie is because we all wanted to know okay who is going to die is it going to be iron man is it going to be captain america we thought that the stakes were real that somebody was going to be gone for yeah. good and that it was going to be emotional that is the reason that i had been anticipating this movie yeah but before i even saw it i'm like oh, they could do this thing where they drop a building on like all of them and they all die. And then Dr. Strange uses his infinity stone to reverse it. That would be worst case scenario. Because <laughs> it would be insulting to our intelligence because that would remove all stakes. And then sure enough, it doesn't happen exactly like, like my worst case scenario, but it was basically the same thing. There were zero stakes. Yeah the deaths but it's even matter. worse than having zero stakes like i'd rather have something like thor ragnarok that's just like fun and silly and enjoyable mm -hmm. than pretending to have stakes and emotionally right. manipulating your audience to feeling stakes when there mm -hmm. are no stakes yep. like to me that's worse mm -hmm. yeah and and like you i think the only deaths that are going to stick i do think loki is dead for good i will be so mad but and that, they've already that's, fake killed him once. So right. I wouldn't put it past him. Well, I mean, that's the thing that they said. He's, Thanos even said I, he, he's not coming back from that. Um, and I think that was supposed to be a message to the audience. He's dead, guys. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think he's coming back. But they wasted his death. It was mm -hmm. so quick. It was so abrupt. Mm -hmm. And he didn't have time to process it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think they wasted the one real death. Like I, I, a lot of people think Gamora's dead for for good. I don't yeah, at all. Right, Gamora's not dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, and they they actually just confirmed it. I don't know if you saw that quote from the Russo brothers where they were like, oh. "No, Gamora's in the Infinity Stone. He's in the in the time. Uh, yeah, in one of the stones." And okay. um, 
And so, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's where all of them are, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I could see them having a plot in the Ant-Man movie where they, he goes subatomic and they learn how to get in the stone. And I could see something like that happening, but, um, but yeah, I, 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 there's no way they're going to have guardians of the galaxy volume three without Gamora. I mean, that's just not going to happen. Right. No, I agree. And <laughs> another thing about this film though, is there was a bit of a theme of people faced with the dilemma of whether somebody's life is worth sacrificing for the greater good or for the greater evil. Um, there's five different instances that I remember it happening. So the first yeah. one is with Loki and he's given the choice to sacrifice Thor and he chooses not to. And this is one that I, I respect. He chooses not to sacrifice Thor, um, but he has a plan and he tries to kill Thanos. It backfires. It doesn't work. But that felt realistic to me. Yeah. Most of the other ones did not quite work. Okay, Thanos sacrificing Gamora. I understood that. But when Gamora had a, had a cho choice to sacrifice Nebula and keep the Soul Stone from Thanos, she chose to give the Soul Stone to Thanos, which would basically kill Nebula anyways. Like, we're going to give him all this power, potentially. It didn't make sense for that character for me that she was not willing to sacrifice Nebula. It felt like a plot device for her to move, yeah. move it forward. And I didn't well, especially buy when she's just asked, yeah, Star Lord to be to sacrifice her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and her. so th that's one of the other ones that worked for and me. And Nebula was totally useless in this movie. Right. The only her only role was to like in general, like I never had realized it before. But outside of maybe Valkyrie, the and I guess maybe some moments of with Black Widow, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe is underutilizing their female characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, Gamora is supposed to be one of the one of the toughest, uh, most powerful trained assassins. She's the daughter of Thanos, you know, like she has been. She should be strong, and I can't even think of a moment when we've really seen her like kick butt in an action scene. Like really, um, it's like she's underused. Yeah. Scarlet Witch is supposed to be more powerful than Doctor Strange. She's supposed to be like she's basically supposed to be like a Jean Grey character. Mm -hmm. You never like aside from in, in Age of Ultron when uh, you have um, her possessing their minds mm -hmm. and giving those dreams. That's the only time we've ever really seen her be telekinetic. And I know so she's under they undershow her powers. I think I I see what you're saying, but I do feel like in Infinity War she almost came across as the most powerful of any of them to me. Um, so I appreciate what they did with her in this movie specifically. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they could have, I, it was a powerful moment when she sacrifices mm -hmm. Vision, but I, and Vision is under, like, he should be more powerful. Like, all these characters, like, are kind See? of, but, um, but. And that's the sixth one that I forgot about, her sacrificing Vision. So there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's six. But, the, okay, so we also talked about Star-Lord sacrificing Gamora, which he tried to do, and I appreciated that because that felt true to what mm. a real superhero would do. But, he, but he's, he's a ninny, though, because it, they almost beat him. They almost beat Thanos, and then Star-Lord ruins it. You're like, Dang! Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the dark glove off. You're it's like, frustrating. Oh. oh, my gosh. But, but yeah, but, then the, yeah. the last one that, like, I was like, what? 
this doesn't make any sense was when dr strange gave the the time stone or whatever right, to, um yeah. to save to iron save man i was like yeah. why would he do that that doesn't make any sense this is the only way right and that's what i realize now i talked it over with a friend <laughs> and the friend's like well he saw 14 million scenarios and only one did they win and iron man probably had to still be alive for that scenario to happen yeah. so i'm like oh okay i can buy that <laughs> I also think that, I mean, I have no problem with Thanos as a villain. He's fine. I'm not a villain person. I don't really care about villains. Um, but people that are saying he's better than Loki, are you insane? And can we, can we talk about people that are saying that he's the true good guy of this? No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't buy that. Like, he's basically a slightly better version of, I mean, not slightly. He's basically a better version of Apocalypse. His yeah. plan is exactly the same. Mm -hmm. In X-Men Apocalypse, I mean, that's what Apocalypse wanted to purify the world and, and like start anew or whatever. Um, and, uh, and this is better, but let's not reinventing the wheel here, folks. Like, right. calm down. Um, I, I don't know. Like, it, it's not a horrible movie. I didn't hate it, but I, I just hated that ending. I did not like it. And, and like, right. it's not the real ending because like the real ending is, is at the end of the real endings at the end of the next movie. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to kind of keep that in mind. Um, but I, I just hate it when I feel like the directors think I'm stupid and they, they try to emotionally manipulate you in a way that feels very self-conscious. You know, like, yes, all movies try to manipulate your emotions. I get that. But like when you feel it and you can feel them like, um, then it, I start to get frustrated and resentful and, and, um, <laughs> and I don't know. I just like, it would have been so much better if they had had the old guard die as opposed to the new characters. Cause that would have at least felt a little bit believable. Like I would have bought it, I think more. And then have this new right. guard have to go and try to try to save yeah. thing, and 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 then that would be a good like of sort of passing the baton over in exactly. the next movie, and you could still have the old characters come back and have sort of a final you know final awesome uh, bit or whatever, or have them come back to more movies. I don't care, but it would have felt believable. It just, yeah. I just don't. To be honest, I don't understand, and I'm I'm actually maybe a tiny bit envious of people that feel sad about spider-man and black panther right. dying because i i just like how how do you feel sad about that like how can yeah. you possibly yeah. believe that i agree i have so i have one of my friends um he is a huge marvel fan yeah and monday we met up and we talked about this movie and it got heated between us <laughs> yeah he loved it yeah he's seen it twice now and he cried he cried at the end twice. He knows, like we've discussed it, he knows that these characters are not gone for good. He believes that some of them are, which I think if some of them are, if some of the people who evapor evaporate at the end don't come back for whatever reason, they wasted their deaths for me. Yeah, agree. Because like I could not care in the moment. So if I find out that they don't come back, I'm like, well, well why didn't you let me feel it at the time? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you have characters that are dead. You have Bucky, not Bucky. dead. T'Challa, not dead. Groot, not dead. Which? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you might be right. Oh, yeah. I don't think she's dead. I don't think they're going to kill off one of their main female characters. I, I find that mm-hmm. very hard to believe. Falcon. Yes, that's so, what I was thinking. Okay, so Falcon, maybe. I doubt it. Maybe he could be dead. Yeah. So that's a maybe. Possible. Mantis, maybe. But that's I a- hope not, because I loved Mantis. Did you love Mantis? <laughs> I uh, um, so I guess that I'll give that a maybe count. Drax, no. They're not, they're not getting rid of Drax. Um, even though he's kind of annoying to me. Um, and oh, then he had my favorite line of the whole movie. <laughs> um, and I like him in small doses too yeah. much. I just don't like the, just the part where, <laughs> where's Gamora? I have one better for you. Who's Gamora? I have one better for you. Why is Gamora? <laughs> yeah. That so, part made me. Yeah. So Star Lord, not dead. Um, Doctor Strange, not dead. We know there's a sequel coming out. Right. Uh, Peter Parker, not dead. So, and Parker. So that's it. So all the only two people out of all the people who are dead, the only two people who I could see possibly really being dead are Mantis and Falcon. Like, <laughs> can you imagine if we go through all of that and the only people who are dead are Heimdall and Loki and Mantis and Falcon? Like, what? <laughs> wow. Ridiculous. And uh, And so, I don't know. I just... Oh, well, Nick Fury. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nick Fury and Maria and, Hill yeah. in, the, in the things. And, um, yeah, but it's so predictable, too. Like, the next movie is so obvious what's going to happen. So it's just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I sound more negative than I really am. On Me, too. Me, too. Me, too. Yep. Because I technically gave it a positive score yeah, because, so. like, all the way up until that ending, I was having a good time. I was enjoying it. I thought they had good character moments. The action was really fun. It looks great. Um, but, oh, that ending. It's so frustrating because you're like, oh, you almost nailed it. Like, I, I don't know what's worse, like a movie that's just like thoroughly mediocre from, from start to finish or a movie that's like so good and then like, oh. <laughs> Well, we'll just, I think we should just try to keep in mind that maybe this doesn't work for a standalone film, but we might appreciate it more. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember that. I'm trying to remember that. Yeah. But it is annoying too when people are like, I don't know, first of all, stop comparing everything to Empire Strikes Back and The Dark Knight. Please, for the love of all, I'm so tired of that. Like, <laughs> please pick another movie like can they just compare something to the lion king for once or something else there are other good movies made Mm -hmm. in the last like 35 years like other movies have value like Like, i'm so sick of that and like i'm so like just i don't know like it's just frustrating when you have like mixed feelings about something and everybody else is just like it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And I get annoyed when people can't see my perspective on this. Like, I don't mind if people can't see my pers- perspective in general, but how can you not see my perspective? Right, right. This? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have to agree with me, but at least validate that what I'm saying makes sense. Yeah. yeah like, I, I had no problem really with the ending of Wonder Woman. I get it that the special effects aren't that great. But, like, I thought it was totally emotionally resonant, and I liked it. But, like, 
I understand why it didn't work for everybody and that's okay. And I can still be confident with my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause there are people that that final act of wonder woman ruined the movie for them. And yeah. I can respect that and still love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I wanted I to ask know. you like, what, what would you say is something that you really liked about this movie? the pairings up are my favorite part about it. Like I said, I think I could have had a whole movie with just Dr. Strange and Iron Man. They were really Mm -hmm. fun together. And I really liked Star-Lord and Thor together. They were funny. I would love to see a Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pratt movie. I think that they had great chemistry. Oh yeah, I agree. That was my favorite. I also uh, liked um, all the action was great. Mm -hmm. It was very entertaining action, very well staged, very uh, engrossing. Um, and so that was good. And I thought they did a genuinely good job of giving almost every character at least one moment. Right. And that was hard. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they did a better job than I would have expected dealing with so many different characters without it feeling too muddled. Like it, it was a lot, but they handled it the best that I think they possibly could have. If, if that makes sense at all. Yeah. Um, and one other thing that I really enjoyed was during the big, um, the big battle scene in Wakanda, there's a part where you see Scarlet Witch, Black Widow, um, I don't remember her character's name, Denai Guerrera. You see all these like badass women just working side by side. And it, it seems so cool to me. And I'm like, we really need like a female Avenger. Oh yeah, I love that. And you know what? Another thing I liked about the movie is that I thought, because a lot of times you'll have like a character like Ultron, who's really tough. And, but then like his henchmen are just like these nameless drones, mm-hmm. like easy fodder, dust, the um, uh, stormtroopers, you know, kind of a thing where they, right. you know, it's just easy. Right, right, right. Um, and so I liked the fact that his henchmen were super powerful mm-hmm. and really strong and really hard for them to defeat that was actually pretty interesting i thought and uh and interesting choices that they made and that was made it compelling it wasn't just like oh this is another boring action scene with like all these nameless drones that you know aren't gonna win like they were strong yeah so that i like yeah there, there were the henchmen like they almost reminded me of like kind of voldemort's henchmen you know I don't, the, I don't like know if I'm uh, like the Death Eaters. I mean, not specifically them, just like any like a Bellatrix, like anybody oh, who's yeah. working with Voldemort. Like they felt like they had that kind of dynamic, that kind of eeriness. Yeah, and I appreciated that. The one guy even kind of looked a little bit like Voldemort. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Maybe that's what made me think of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. So yeah, there were a lot of good things about the movie, um, but I I didn't like the ending. So yeah, that was there definitely the worst part. It was like what what did i just <laughs> i sat through this whole movie just for that just for them to think we're stupid and i'm just so surprised people like weeping and stuff and i'm yeah. just like i am honestly kind of envy no, i agree i agree that kind of emotional place with something like that's so i don't know anyway i mean well, yeah. I, I will say like i do need to give credit at least for i can't remember his name the actor who plays peter parker uh i'm tom holland yeah tom holland did a great job when he was evaporating like you hear him pleading like that he didn't want to die and him like clinging on to iron man iron man we know has talked about how he wants a kid and he has like this child figure 
And like that was emotionally impactful, mm-hmm. but not enough for me to suspend my disbelief that Spider-Man was dying. Yeah. And it was moving because if you think about Tony's speech to him in Spider-Man Homecoming right. about, you know, people could have died kind of thing. Uh, and I want you to be better than me was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sort of thought about that. So that was probably the most uh, impactful Mm-hmm. Uh, of the deaths uh but um but yeah deaths, yeah, right. <laughs> deaths. Uh, but uh but yeah uh it's i don't know i would not have made the choices they made uh where can people find you yeah you can find me on twitter the david healy uh that's my twitter name and you can find both of us on facebook in our uh film freaks group it's uh, facebook.com slash film freaks group yeah and uh, you definitely want to join that mm-hmm. and uh, you can f- find me at rachel's reviews here on itunes and on youtube and uh you can follow me at smiling at lds crawl on social media so check that out and um thanks so much again for doing this, this was really fun yeah always fun <laughs> <laughs>